Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. to the 450th episode of Travelitz Radio. I'm your host, Dan Schlossberg, along with my friend and co-host, Mary Ellen Nugent Lee, and this is the 11th season of Travelitz Radio, the show that lets you enjoy the pleasures of travel from the comfort of your armchair. Every week at this time, we talk to people representing destinations, hotels, airlines, railroads, car rental companies, and others in the world of travel and hospitality. From authors and bloggers to broadcasters and publicists, if it's got anything to do with travel, it's got everything to do with Travelitch Radio. And tonight we are pleased to present Allie Morris of Visit Fairfax. Welcome, Allie, to Travelitch Radio. Hi, Dan. Hi, Mary Ellen. It's a pleasure to be here with you tonight. Thanks for having me. Well, we're glad that you're being had. First of all, Allie, I want to tell our listeners that I love Fairfax County. It's easy to get to, it's close to Washington, and loaded with both historic and natural attractions. So let's start with history. Is it true that eight presidents called Virginia home, and our very first one, George Washington, actually lived in Fairfax County? Well, Dan, I'm so happy to hear that, because I also love Fairfax County, Um, It's a really diverse and exciting place here in Northern Virginia, and a lot of people don't realize that we are just minutes from Washington, D.C., but in certain parts, we can feel a world away. But yes, history is a core driver here, and you are right. George Washington was a very famous resident of ours here in Fairfax County, and his very large presence is still felt uh, very well throughout the entire region. Well, Allie, you not only have Mount Vernon, where Washington lived, but many other historic homes. So please share a little bit. Yes. There are actually several just around the corner from Mount Vernon. Um, Gunston Hall is the home of George Mason, who is another founding father that played a critical role in the development of the U.S. Um, It's actually really interesting to visit those during the same trip because you're able to see the differences in the two properties. Um, And then uh, around the corner, too, is Woodlawn Estate, which was once part of Washington's original property and has a captivating story, especially as it relates to social justice. Um, A visit to Woodlawn can also blend in some modern history with a tour of Frank Lloyd Wright's Pope Leahy House. That's actually the only public Frank Lloyd Wright home you can tour in the entire D.C., Virginia, Maryland area. Um, So it's easy to see why people are so enamored with his architectural work. It's just fascinating details. Allie, I've been to Mount Vernon on a handsome tract along the Potomac River, but I didn't realize it is the most visited historic estate in the country. 
What can visitors expect to see? How much time should they allow? And what's the average annual visitation? Well, I want to tell you a little story. Because mm -hmm. before I started working with Visit Fairfax, I actually had the opportunity to visit Mount Vernon. And I was standing at the ticket window, and I noticed they were selling memberships. And I wondered to myself, like, is that really necessary? Because once you visited, you visited, right? Mm -hmm. Well, after many hours touring the site and making it midway through this, like, spectacular museum and education center that they have, they came over the radio and started saying, oh, we're closing soon, we're closing soon. And I then realized, well, this is probably why people are buying memberships. Um, <laughs> because, honestly, you can visit Mount Vernon dozens of times a year, and you'll always find something new to see. You'll learn something you missed the first time. You would witness the ever-changing restoration work that just keeps each visit feeling fresh. Um, I would probably budget about two hours, but, you know, you can plan for half the day if you can't commit longer. Um, Mount Vernon, they have the mansion tours, obviously, but the outbuildings, the gardens, the farm and the wharf area, mm -hmm. and, of course, the really well-done exhibits in the museum area. Um, and they also host dozens of events and they have a bunch of specialty tours so it's really no wonder that this site sees about a million visitors per year wow. and i bet everybody wants to come back i know i'm intrigued by the chance to eat peanut soup and other dishes from washington's day <laughs> yeah the peanut soup is surprisingly creamy <laughs> they have a an awesome menu over there at the mount vernon inn hmm we're talking with Allie Morris of Visit Fairfax. Okay, Allie, I've got to ask you, is the peanut soup served hot or cold or both? I think it's hot, actually. Um, it kind of feels like warm, a warm bowl of peanut butter, which sounds interesting, but it's actually really good. <laughs> okay, okay. You're luring us to Mount Vernon. You know, we hear there's a distillery and grist mill where Washington made rye whiskey and that it is still produced today using his methods. Is that accurate? It is, yeah. They, they call it George Washington's Distillery and Gristmill. It's uh, about three miles from the main estate, and they make uh, Washington's signature whiskey from his original recipe using the original methods. And, in fact, it's the only place in America to demonstrate that process as it was done in the 18th century. And I've actually seen it in action um, before. It's a lot of work. It really gives you an appreciation for the effort that went into that creation back in the day. Mm -hmm. And actually, in 2017, the signature rye whiskey was named the official state spirit of the Commonwealth of Virginia, um, which is a big deal because for a while you couldn't buy it anywhere else other than on site there, which for a state spirit is kind of a big deal um, but now you can buy bottles of it in the shops but also I think online now too is that the story the start of the American whiskey trail yep yep it is it's the gateway to the trail um, and it's actually the only one in Virginia that's in the entire trail map and I should mention too that they're this year they're starting to do tastings um, for the first time at the distillery in special event form and then I think they're going to have some um, permanent tasting opportunities, you know, on site there. So that's a, that's a really big deal because before you couldn't, you couldn't do it. You had to buy a bottle. Are there more places to see along the George Washington Memorial Parkway? And how long is it? Where does it begin and end? 
Yeah, the parkway itself is actually about 25 miles long. But here's a fun fact. Most people don't realize that the parkway itself is a national park. It's kind of funny because you think of it as a road, but it's actually a national park. So Mount Vernon is where it begins, but it stretches all the way north to McLean and up towards Great Falls Park. Um, And along the way, there's a number of really interesting sites to see, things to do, from beautiful waterfront fine dining at Cedar Knoll Restaurant to fabulous gardens at the American Horticultural Society's River Farm, also once part of Washington's original farmland. And if you're into kayaking, you can do that at Bellhaven Marina. There's great bird watching at Dykes Marsh Wildlife Preserve. Or if up north, you can enjoy the stunning waterfalls and hiking trails at Great Falls. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want to tell our listeners, you're listening to Travel It Radio with Dan Schlossberg and Mary Ellen Nugent Lee. This is our 450th episode. We're on iTunes, blogtalkradio.com, and Facebook. Check out the archive show at your convenience. And we're talking with Allie Morris of Visit Fairfax. Allie, after seeing all those historic houses, it actually might be time for serenity now. And we understand visitors can find that at Mason Neck Neck State Park. That's a a true oasis, isn't it? Tell us about it. And also Pohick Bay Regional Park. Now that we're into spring, aren't these parks open? Yeah, so remember how I mentioned that Fairfax County has a really diverse feel? You can be in a bustling urban area like Tyson's, which is kind of central in the county um, and a big business hub. But then you can feel completely surrounded by nature in more rural areas like these parks that you just mentioned. Um, Mm -hmm. The parks you mentioned are open year-round, and they're beautiful, quiet places to visit. Uh, Mason Neck in particular is special. It's located on the peninsula of the county. It's the only Virginia State Park that we have in Fairfax County, but it's just truly a gem um, because part of the parkland is they've kind of sectioned off a part that's called the Elizabeth Hartwell Mason Neck Wildlife Refuge, and it was the very first refuge that was established for the protection of bald eagles in America. Oh. Um, and, hey, it's, it's March. What are we at? March 24th. It's still Women's History Month. So I recommend Googling a bit about Elizabeth Hartwell and how she helped save this land from development. It's a fascinating story, and um, every time I'm down there, I feel like how could this even possibly still be Fairfax County or even D.C. region because it's just very peaceful. Oh, that's beautiful. And, you know, at Travel Itch Radio, we're big on natural attractions. And like you were saying, Fairfax County has a bunch. So can you go into a little bit about Meadowlark Botanical Gardens and its flora and fauna? We understand it has tulips and wildflowers, great blue herons, koi fish, and turtles. And tell us, tell us. Yeah. Meadowlark is definitely a treasure. It's, it's, uh, it's yeah, you'll be, you'll just be in awe when you visit there. It's, 95-acre botanical garden in Vienna, so kind of near Tyson's where I just mentioned in central-ish part of the county, Um, but it's perfect for finding your zen. There's great pathways to walk, some historic ruins, um, and of course, some of the most magnificent blooms that you'll find 
And they actually even do, um, it's great any time of year, honestly, because they even in the winter do this gigantic uh, winter walk of lights light show. Mm-hmm. Um, you walk through like half mile long path and it's just really fun tradition for families. Oh, that's great. Well, I love the Zen idea. Doesn't Meadowlark also have a Korean pavilion that's one of a kind? It does. It does. To me, just me personally at least, this is probably one of the most unique spots in the entire Washington, D.C. region, let alone Fairfax County. It is a stunning structure. Um, It was actually designed to fit together without a single screw or nail, and its centerpiece is a three-ton handcrafted bell that was forged with symbols from both Virginia and Korea to signify its friendship. Um, it's really, it really, it's really is a real hidden gem. It's beautiful. Hmm. How did it end up at Meadowlark Botanical Gardens? It was a deal um, with Nova Parks who manages the property and the um, South Korean government, I believe. Um, hmm. Yeah, just like kind of a way to forge a friendship between the two sister kind of cities. That's lovely. But tell us about Green Spring Gardens, too. Isn't that a national historic site? Yeah, Green Spring Gardens is another fantastic spot that nature lovers will appreciate it. They do have a manor home on property that dates back to 1794 and is on the National Register of Historic Places. But in addition to that, the history part, Green Spring offers like a, an enormous array of classes, program, programs, places to get away and enjoy the landscape. Um, they're gearing up for a big spring plant sale right now, so always a good time to visit. Mm. We're talking with Allie Morris of Visit Fairfax. Listeners of Travelers Radio know I live by the slogan, if it's free, it's for me. <laughs> and a lot of things in Fairfax County are indeed free, from art centers to several women's suffrage memorials. Was the Lucy Burns Museum actually used to house protesting suffragettes? Well, the Lucy Burns Museum is a brand-new attraction. It's located on the grounds of the Workhouse Arts Center, uh, which Uh is the site itself that used to be a prison but is now a thriving arts community. And this place is is unbelievable, honestly. They host a jaw-dropping number of events and art-focused activities, um, it's really a hidden gem in the area. Not enough people know about it. Um, but its former life as a prison has a really fascinating history. And one facet of that is the silent sentinels. These were women who were arrested for picketing at the White House for the right to vote. And they were imprisoned for that at this site, the workhouse, formerly part of the D.C. Correctional Complex. And today you can visit the new Lucy Burns Museum to hear their story. And actually, around the corner from the workhouse um, at Occoquan Regional Park is another brand-new memorial that's dedicated to all American women suffragists uh, called the Turning Point Suffragist Memorial, both of which are free and open to the public. Mm. Being from northern New Jersey, Allie, I live close to Patterson's Great Falls, but I know you have a Great Falls Park, too, also with a massive waterfall, trails, ruins, and a photogenic overlook. Yours is part of the National Park Service, so there's no cost to people who have that National Park Pass, right? That is correct, yep. It is a a fantastic, beautiful, um, surprising destination. People are shocked when they go there. 
And an alternative that's totally free would be Riverbend Park, which connects to Great Falls via the Potomac River. So if someone likes to hike, they can see both parks for nothing but a little exercise, right? Yeah, I think that's one of our best-kept secrets. <laughs> you uh, you can go to Riverbend, which is owned by the Fairfax County Park Authority, and um, they've got great assets there. But there's a trail that runs along the Potomac River called the Potomac Heritage Trail. Um, it's about two miles or so, and you can take that right into Great Falls Park, and you get to visit two parks during one trip. Hmm. Is it an easy hike? Is it pretty, you know, do you have to, it's, or yeah, do you have to be an experienced not- hiker? No, no, it's uh, it's not too bad actually. There's a couple little couple parts that maybe you want to just be careful on, like some rocks and stuff. But it's it's pretty uh, pretty easy. Mm. Now you told us that visitors to Fairfax County can find bald eagles, and but what about other wildlife? Not to mention friendly farm animals and even an antique carousel. Yep, I know I mentioned Mason Neck State Park earlier, which is one of the best places in the whole region to spot bald eagles. But Fairfax County is also actually on the Atlantic Flyway, as they like to call it. Um, there are several incredible spots for bird watching um, kind of in that, in that area. Some birds will migrate south for the season, and it's a great spot to kind of catch some really interesting species. Um, Huntley Meadows Park is a great place for that uh, as well. And then as for baby animals, families yeah. love to visit Frying Pan Farm Park in Herndon and also Aurora Zufari in the Ruston, Vienna area. Um, they always have new babies being born and great activities for the little kids. Um, the Zufari actually will do self-guided safari driving tours. You can kind of drive through the park that way, which is cool. And um, speaking of family options, and Dan, I know you like free stuff. Um, <laughs> The Smithsonian's National Air and Space Museum, Stephen F. Udvar-Hazy Center, is near Dulles Airport, and that's part of the Smithsonian um, Institution, sister museum to the one in Washington, D.C., but this one houses all the actual air and spacecraft, so you can even walk under the wing of a space shuttle, which is one of the only four places in the entire country to do so. really jaw-dropping museum. You walk in here and there's like planes hanging from the ceiling. It's just incredible. And it's free. There is a parking fee, but um, you go after 4 p.m., I think it's free. So, like, no parking fee. Mm. And what about that antique carousel? Oh, yeah, that's they have that at uh, Frying Pan Farm Park is a carousel. Ah, that's and a cool super. little country shop, too. Yeah, you can pick up some quirky toys or cornmeal, things like that. Oh, that's fun. Now, you mentioned Reston, one of the first planned communities in the United States. And they have a museum, a lakeside village lined with small businesses and displays of public art dressing up the natural landscape. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, the story of Reston is really unique, honestly. It was the vision of a man who was well ahead of his time, his name was Robert E. Simon, and he constructed this community based around the concept of live, work, play. So the town itself is made up of several small village centers and then anchored by a massive town center, and they're all interconnected by a trail system, like through neighborhoods and things like that. Um, it was 
it was really like one of the first planned communities in the, the U.S., like post-war in the modern era. So um, kind of really a unique co- concept at the time. And uh, the Reston Town Center, the big anchored town center, feels kind of like a European piazza. There's some mm. great restaurants and retailers and this gorgeous mercury fountain that's kind of the centerpiece and a pavilion with all kinds of events. Um, and a lot of small businesses call rest and home mixed in with some of the larger concepts. So um, personally, I live in that area, rest and Herndon area, and there is not a shortage of things to do. I'm telling you, there's always something going on. It's really cool. And actually, Robert E. Simon, his initials, R-E-S, mm-hmm. town, rest town, that's, ah. the, that's the name. So it's named ah. after the founder of the town. Yep. I'm glad you mentioned that it was a planned community because I live in Radburn, which is the first planned community in the United States. It's it's within Fairlawn, New Jersey. It was built in 1929, just before the Depression. And Reston and Columbia, Maryland, copied the initial plans of Radburn for their (laughs) community. Yeah. And and now you see people from all over the world, I know, come into Reston to kind of see, too, like, how okay, well, then how did you take this and how can we emulate this, like, around the world? It's really kind of cool. It's cool to see, like, what when people started out like this and then where they kind of went to. Okay, I've got to ask you, we haven't touched on restaurants, special recipes, places to stay, or special events. So we've got some time. Let's hear Oh, gosh. Well, you know, restaurants and things like that, I mean, it's really been interesting over the last couple of years because you're seeing a lot of chef-driven restaurants kind of move out to northern Virginia from even D.C. So a lot of bigger chefs are kind of realizing that people are living out in northern Virginia, so they're wanting to kind of open restaurants that way. But um, the county is so large that really, like, you'll find an a, a incredible kind of array of restaurants kind of all throughout um, and special events, I mean, there's stuff going on all throughout the calendar year, from Christmas light shows to, you know, special holiday events at, like, Mount Vernon and places like that to uh, Wolf Trap, which is a great oh. national park that puts on a um, – oh, my gosh, this place is, is amazing. They, they put on all kinds of summer shows at one of their, their big amphitheater venue. It's actually mm-hmm. the only national park in America that's dedicated to the performing arts, so really special place. Is Arlington National Cemetery within Fairfax County? No, that one's in Ar- um, Arlington County, but, you know, just uh, it's one of our neighbors. But you do have Alexandria. No, the, uh, well, we have parts of Alexandria. The city of Alexandria is its own jurisdiction as well. So when you think of, like, Old Town Alexandria and you think of, um, like, the cobblestone streets and, like, the waterfront area, that is its own city. But there are some sections of Fairfax County that would have an Alexandria address, like um, like where Huntley Meadows Park is and where Mount Vernon is technically may have a Mount Vernon or Alexandria address, but they're part of the county. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about any special cur- culinary things, recipes that are – Special for Fairfax County, besides peanut soup. <laughs> well, I think really our our most interesting thing that is unique to the area is the, the like a elect, um, 
eclectic nature of food, you know, I mean, the area is such a mixing bowl of cultures that it really allows for a diverse um, array of foods. So, I mean, you can have some really unique cuisine from India or the Middle East, because, I mean, a lot of people are kind of living here and working here, or you've got um, French cuisine, Italian cuisine, and it's all really fantastic. I, I once put together a, um, we, we, my, my colleagues and I from Northern Virginia, we, we challenged ourselves to come up with a list from A to Z of countries with a cuisine that fit in the region. And we were able to find a restaurant that fit every single country from A to Z that we could come up with. It, it's like, there's that much diversity here. It's, it's really phenomenal. That's fantastic. Okay, I know that there are lots of things that we haven't asked you, so I'll give you a chance to add any of them right here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, uh, I know you, when I last saw you, we were talking about um, gardens and cherry blossom festivals, so um, we could talk a little bit. The, cher the cherry blossom festival is going on right now as we speak, and a lot of people think of that as um, the D.C. area, but there's actually a lot of cherry trees outside of the tidal basin, so um, Meadowlark Gardens, which I mentioned earlier, is a great place to see the cherry blossoms. So if you're looking to kind of come in um, soon and see those, then they kind of hit peak bloom a bit after the D.C. ones. So um, that's kind of cool. You can come see. And many other sites around the area offer some cultural programming that celebrates Japanese heritage and other art initiatives and things like that. So um, definitely something to consider there. And then um, also we could talk about wine country. Um, oh, yes. We have, yeah, <laughs> we actually have two wineries here in Fairfax County and dozens of breweries, by the way. Um, but we like to say that we're the gateway to Virginia wine country since visitors can enjoy the scenery and the wine here, but they can also be within a 30, 45 minute uh, drive of DC, which you don't always get when you visit wine regions. You know, you might be really far away from metropolitan areas. Mm -hmm. um, so it's kind of a nice way you can kind of do both. And um, one of those wineries, what's that? I was going to say, Fairfax County is also a great place to stay if you want to see D.C. It's cheaper, right? Oh, absolutely. Yep, it is. And it's very accessible. So um, we have actually 100-plus hotels in Fairfax County that run the gamut from, you know, extended stay to full service to luxury. So, I mean, you really find whatever you need. Uh, when it comes to accommodations here and a lot of free parking usually, and then you're able to hop the Metro and get into DC easy or even go out, uh, take the Metro around the area. So very accessible. Okay. Mary Ellen, next question. How do Travel It's radio listeners learn more about beautiful Fairfax County, Virginia? Tell us how. Oh, sure. Well, um, you can check out our website at www.fxva.com, and you mm -hmm. can follow us on social media. We're at, at Visit Fairfax on most platforms or uh, using hashtag FXVA, just like our website URL. And um, I know um, – I want to say I know you recently talked to the folks at the National Museum of the U.S. Army – um, here on Travel Itch, so um, just want to give them a shout-out because that's a brand-new museum in Fairfax County. Um, that's a really great spot for uh, military history, and not just if you're into that or you're, you think you have a connection to the Army. It's really – they do a really phenomenal job of capturing the story of the soldier and how the Army is connected 
um, to all facets of our lives. So um, I know they were recent guests, so I just wanted to give them a shout-out, too. Super. Yeah, so it was a great show. Really enjoyed it. And as a veteran myself, I really have to go see that museum, which I have not seen yet. Well, it looks like you've got to come to Fairfax County. We should get you over here. <laughs> and it's you, too, when the Braves play the Nationals. When the Braves, that's a good segue into <laughs> baseball. When the Braves play the Nationals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not that, that. Well, you I know you're a Phillies fan, so are you excited about play the, the Phillies? <laughs> I am. I'm. I'm really. It's. It's time. I have a two-year-old, so I'm really ready to get her down to some games. <laughs> That's start, great. Start the. Start the. Start the uh, loyalty early, right? <laughs> oh, very definitely. Our special guest tonight has been Allie Morris of Visit Fairfax. Thank you so much for being our guest on Travel with Radio. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure, and um, I hope you guys have a great night. Thank you. You too. And listeners, with the start of the 2022 baseball season just weeks away, there's no time like the present to curl up with a good book on the good old days when the only strikes or lockouts occurred between the white lines. So check out my book, The New Baseball Bible, Notes, Nuggets, Lists, and Legends from Our National Pastime, 480 pages for less than a saw buck. It's both a coffee table book and a bathroom book. Read it backwards and still enjoy it. That's the new Baseball Bible with Mike Trout on the cover. Get it tonight on Amazon.com. And that's it for this edition of Travel Witch Radio. Next week, same time, same station, same writer, same announcers, we'll head to San Antonio, home of the Alamo, and talk to D.D. Petit. Now, this is Dan Schlossberg, along with my beautiful and talented co-host, Marilyn Nugent Lee, saying thank you for your time this time. Until next time, good night and stay Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.